PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you again for joining us and supporting the PDPW Weekly Podcast. You know, we can all benefit from being mentally strong and healthy during this time. And caring for our mental health is just as important as caring for our physical bodies. In this week's podcast, we hear from pastor and author Diane deaton Vielhuber, who shares why it's so important to recognize this month, May, as Mental Health Month. As we live in a time of a pandemic, recognizing the challenges and effects of mental illness as a part of our society is really more important now than ever. Whether you have struggled with anxiety, depression, or some other form of mental illness, mental health is essential to your overall health and well-being. One in five people will experience mental illness during their lifetime. All of us face challenges in our lives that impact our own mental health. Many of us know someone who is struggling with mental health right now. It's a topic that all of us benefit in having at least some knowledge. And so having a few tools in your own toolbox can improve your own mental health and increase your resiliency for whatever situation you may find yourself in. Let's be honest. Too many people are not comfortable honoring or discussing their feelings and emotions. And yet, this is the important first step in equipping yourself for when you face adversity and loss. When it comes to your feelings, we often get caught up in our own emotions. We may not have the awareness and the need to dig a little deeper and uncover the feelings behind those emotions. Too often we fail to fully let ourselves feel our emotions, whether it's a curveball that has come our way, a loss, a change in life status, a death, a change in a job, all of these and so many more situations affect us. Even when we choose a certain situations, our feelings and emotions can be overwhelming. Give your feelings a word, give them a name. This is necessary to see why and how this particular situation is affecting you. We often think that it will be better to keep our emotions tucked safely away. Burying them only increases the likelihood that at some point they will come tumbling out in a very unhealthy way. When we honor our feelings and our emotions as close to the time as when we experience them as possible, we begin to give them meaning and value. Choose words that describe your feelings beyond the normal ones that we often use. We often use bad, sad, mad, good, or fine. There are over 3,000 words that can describe our emotions. And so find new words that more accurately identify how you feel. For example, someone may say that they are anxious or that they're stressed when what they're really feeling is annoyance, anger, or maybe even a deeper emotion like betrayal. Connecting with other people about our own mental health can often be very helpful. Other times, maybe not so much. 
allow for connections that enrich your life and help you through a tough time. It is just as important to recognize when certain people or situations act as a trigger and we end up feeling sad or falling into some type of destructive behavior. In these situations, it's important to remove the toxic influences from your life and find a more helpful way to improve your mental health. We're often encouraged to find someone to talk out our feelings with. Sometimes the other person will want to share a similar experience they have had or recall a time when they had feelings very similar to the ones that you are expressing. Sometimes it is helpful to hear another person's experiences. Sometimes you just need them to listen. It's okay to be clear with the person what you need in the moment. If you just want them to listen, simply express this to them. Create routines and organize your days so that you can take care of normal regular tasks as a pattern. This makes it easier to get things done and saves valuable headspace for things that require more attention. Implementing just one small new routine a week can help you move into a space that is often less challenging. Do this by adding a new routine to an already existing habit, which increases the likelihood that you will continue the new routine. For example, if you drink a cup of coffee in the morning, add a new routine to this habit. Make this a time when you read, express gratitude, or plan your day. Eliminating an unhealthy habit can be just as important as creating a new one. The best way to do this is to replace it with a new healthy routine that you want to embrace. There are many wonderful online mental health screening tools available for folks. These tools are quick, they're free, and they're a private way to get a picture of your mental health as well as identify potential problems and signs. Mental Health America is encouraging everyone to take a mental health screening right now as an opportunity to establish a benchmark for your own mental well-being. And they say it's even more important to do this right now because of COVID-19. So when you observe a person is struggling, what can you do to be helpful to them? First of all, recognize that the person is struggling. Honor their feelings and emotions and allow them space to express them. Practice active listening, giving your full attention to the person who is sharing. Ask open-ended questions, as inquiring how a certain situation made them feel. Refrain from comparing a similar situation in your life. Comparing often makes someone else feel that their pain isn't real. Ask what they need from you. If a person isn't sure what you can do to help them, offer a few suggestions without being too pushy. If you do offer to help, keep your word. When a person is struggling, they do not want to feel abandoned. Keep your personal opinions and biases private and avoid judging the other person's situation. Rarely is criticism helpful. Try to be more positive and uplifting in this person's life. And finally, know when 
more serious help is needed and encourage the person to seek professional help when it is something beyond what you are comfortable with. The tools that we use for our own mental health are unique to us. When one tool doesn't work, don't give up, just choose another one. Too often we view mental illness as a shortcoming when in reality, mental illness is a disease. Like many other diseases, mental illness can be treated. Recovery is possible and people can move towards healthier stages. Making even small changes and building upon ones that are successful can be extremely helpful. Whether it is you personally struggling or someone you know, there are lots of great online resources available, as well as trained professionals who can develop tools that lead to recovery. Whether you hear this podcast during May is Mental Health Month or at another time, we can all benefit from being mentally strong and healthy. Caring for our mental health is just as important as caring for our physical bodies. May we accept the challenge to take great care of both. Our thanks to author and pastor Diane deaton Huber for today's message. You can learn more about the signs and symptoms of mental illness, facts, statistics, and the latest news on mental health at Mental Health America's website. That's mhanational.org. And from the professional dairy producers, for more news, resources, the latest dairy signal, and updated podcasts at pdpw.org. Until next time, thank you for listening and supporting the PDPW Weekly Podcast.